Welcome to Conversations with Leaders. My name is Miriam McLemore and I'm an enterprise strategist with AWS. I'm thrilled today to have with me Sherry Rhodes, who is the CIO of Workday. Sherry, welcome. Thanks, Miriam. I really appreciate you having me as well as AWS. Uh, so thanks for the opportunity. We're thrilled to have some time with you today to learn a little bit more about you and your role and, and Workday itself. Um, could you just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit of your background? So Workday is a leading provider of cloud finance and HR systems. We actually have a suite of applications uh, for finance, planning, HR, and sourcing. We have over 8,000 organizations that we support across the world, and uh, we feel pretty lucky in that we're supporting about 45% of the Fortune 500. In terms of my role at Workday, so I'm the CIO, as you mentioned. Uh, I've been here for just, uh, just about two years. I have a team of about 500 folks that are both employees and contractors. And I would say we really focus on five things uh, in the organization. One is really creating that flexible architecture. It's our blueprint in terms of how we drive all of our solutions in the ecosystem um, across the corporate environment. Two, we we focus on data uh, in terms of data analytics, uh, AI, machine learning, to make sure that we're um, creating all of the right data sets around our customers and employees to make informed and insightful decisions. The third area is really around um, driving kind of those intuitive experiences. So both for the employees, um, making sure it's more that consumerized approach, as well as with our customers and how we touch um, and manage kind of all the uh, properties that sit outside of Workday. The fourth area is really around how do we scale the technology uh, to make sure that it's uh, scaling as the company and our customer base grows, uh, whether that be through acquisitions and how we do that uh, more efficiently or effectively, as well as making sure that we can respond and uh, be, uh, have a path for new business models. And lastly, but probably just as important as everything else, uh, I manage the Workday and Workday team, which is the internal deployment of our own products. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah, that's great, Sherry. Thank you so much. And, and you said you've now been with Workday for two years. Where were you prior? Can you give us a little on your background? Sure. Sure. Prior to Workday, I was CTO, CIO, head of apps across uh, several different companies, leading really tech modernization efforts. So you know, I, I have a lot of uh, empathy for the complexity and difficulty in pivoting um, engineering processes and applications and landscapes. It can be pretty challenging, but uh, it's been a pretty exciting opportunity as I've gone through each of those roles. Wonderful. And again, thank you so much for being with us today. Um, you mentioned as one of your priorities is being your own customer of your, your solutions. And I, I certainly obviously be with AWS. Um, having Amazon as a customer certainly pushes us hard on um, the, the tools and, and platform that we are delivering. Can you tell us a little bit about the deployment um, that that you guys did of Workday on Workday? Sure, so internally we call the team uh, WOW, which stands for Workday on Workday. 
Um, and we, um, as I mentioned before, we lead the internal deployment of our products across the application suite. So we leverage all of the products that we offer to our customers. And it's pretty interesting because uh, we started using our products when we had just 200 employees and now we're at 12,500 plus. And so the, the tools and the, the applications have really scaled with this as we've needed it. It's actually pretty cool because we haven't had to re-implement the solutions because just like with our customers, we're, we're part of the upgrades um, each and every time. And so the, the tool and the platforms have kept current as, as we've grown as an organization. Yeah, I love that. Uh, prior to joining AWS, I was with the Coca-Cola company and um, was part of the Workday implementation at Coke. And I 100% agree with you, having a solution that um, upgrades easily and has the, the modern capabilities that you need to um, for HR and to, to lead a large organization is absolutely critical. Internally for you guys, what was kind of the most impactful piece of that implementation? Yeah, I, I think it really comes down to um, every employee is part of the product's future because we use those products every day. And you know we wanna make sure that our employees love our products and how we build and support them can shift and adapt um, to our feedback. So it's, it's pretty exciting in terms of using those products. Um, and we know that companies have a high standard for tech companies around security, reliability, resilience, you know, just agility in terms of being able to adapt with our business. So, um, you know, we get to road test a lot of those um, implementations. Um, so it's, it's, you know, helps bring us to the real world in terms of, of how we embrace our own products. Yeah, I love that. Um, the Workday implementation actually for, for my team was, um, you mentioned security, part of our journey with our executive team on getting them comfortable with people data in the cloud, right? We were moving other other applications and capabilities to cloud, but people data, obviously very importantly, um, has to be secure and you have to be comfortable. You work with um, a number of C-suite leaders as well. What is your conversation with them and what is the, the focus of the different stakeholders that you work with? Yeah, so it, it really starts with um, the business value that we can bring to the table, which means really centering on the team's discussions around the business process first, and then bringing the technology uh, to, to add the value where we need it to solve those big problems first. And I would say from an overall stakeholder standpoint, uh, we really rally against our OKRs, which are objectives and key results. Those are shared mechanisms for us to be able to you know, solid team cross-functional alignment. It helps us um, make sure that we're uh, evaluating the same metrics and the same goals. And it helps us really keep in, in, in pace with each other in terms of delivery and prioritization. And I think with remote work, it's been even more important since we, you know, we're not across the desk from each other. So having those OKRs to kind of center where we're focused has been really important. Yeah. The Performance um, orientation, I think, is absolutely critical. And I, your comment about mechanism, certainly at Amazon, we believe in having standardized ways of working, which we also call mechanisms. But even with all of that, obviously, sometimes we run into 
to challenges and what what is your response or what is y'all's approach when you hit those obstacles? Sure. May I, th- I think in a tech industry, um, there's no shortage of opinions in terms of how the technology should operate. Um, and we, we have to kind of operate against a, a different standard in terms of just the quality and reliability and just the engagement level of the tools. And so for, for us, it's more about executing versus kind of seeing the obstacles. But, but like any company, I think the, you know, the biggest piece is how do we prioritize um, what's important? Because priorities will also be different across the different stakeholders. And so what features do we roll out? Do we have the right change management um, to, to support those changes that are being rolled out? So it really goes back to what I talked about earlier, which is you know making sure we center back on those OKRs um, to help drive that prioritization and what's most important in the organization. And I imagine that's a, a great learning environment for your team to understand what your executives are asking for and therefore have maybe better insight to what customer executives might be asking for. Are you able to take the the learnings from your internal deployment and work into the customer facing side of your business? Every piece of feedback that we get across our employee base is so important to to feeding back into that cycle to improve um, the overall customer experience. It helps with uh, customer stickiness in terms of product innovation, just uh, really that overarching market positioning for the products. And it's, it's pretty uh, cool in that we get to participate in, I don't know, at any one point in time, 10 to 15 um, designed partner groups. So we get to influence the product direction and the strategy and the roadmap. And then we also participate actively in about two to five pre-GA releases at any one time. So we're de- definitely active uh, in those. We're vocal. And I think overall, it definitely helps create that better customer experience. Uh, Amazon very much believes in being customer obsessed and customer focused. And and the role that I play as an enterprise strategist, I have the great opportunity to work with a lot of C-suite executives across uh, industries and and customers of AWS. That that collaboration across the C-suite is is absolutely critical um, for the work that we do, and I believe it for you as well. Yeah, it's 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 definitely the cornerstone of our operations and how we engage as a company. Just being prepared for that next opportunity and the next change. Uh, you know, I think collaboration, not just with internally but even externally during the pandemic, has has increased increased dramatically, and we've all benefited. You know, I try to bring back what I hear from my CIO peers uh, back to the executives as well, so that we can talk about kind of what the trends and how how different people are taking different approaches uh, across the environments. And what are the, some of the differences or insights from that conversation with either C-suite or, or executive peers that, that you've been able to kind of drive back into your business? Yeah, so I think it started, you know, the recent examples, it started with COVID. Uh, you know, it happened so rapidly and we really had to embrace our global crisis management processes, which works across all of the organizations. So there's subject matter experts, um, there's leaders, and then there's the executive team that had to engage. And so fortunately we had a playbook and a framework to operate against, um, which help us come together and focus on the right things. Um, But it even increased uh, the 
collaboration, for example, with Robin, my CFO. So, you know, we had to make prioritization decisions, you know, how we shifted investments and spend. And so those conversations are continuous and center us back to, you know, what are our biggest priorities in the company and how do we make those happen as well as more tactically. So, you know, we had our first virtual close and we had to augment um, some of the tools that we use in that process to be virtual so that they uh, could work more efficiently and, and at a faster speed. So those things happened at well as well. So I think everything from strategic to tactical, it's all happening. Or even if you look at um, kind of the office of the HR suite, uh, as we had, you know, brought in new processes for remote work and how we invite people back into the office, or even how we look at all of the data sets available to us from a from a COVID standpoint, those are all things that we talk about um, and we have the right collaboration to make that happen, which I feel pretty lucky. Yeah, it's um, interesting as a result of this, this crazy environment that we've all been living in globally, um, the, the human innovation that, that certainly has been born out of it and the uh, ability that I think many companies didn't realize that they they had to pivot very very quickly um, because it was critical, right? You had to 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 keep your employees connected, to continue your business and serving your customers, um, and keeping their businesses viable. I applaud uh, the work that you're doing, and you know that that need to continue to innovate is is so critical. Um, two businesses, you know, we're hopefully going to, you know, get to a stage um, that we're beyond this pandemic or at least on, on the backside of it. Um, but innovation continues to be critical because we don't know what the future holds. How do you guys think about innovation? Yeah, so you know, I think you hit on it earlier. It starts with those executive relationships and really leaning in um, with our business counterparts to make sure we're focused on the right problems, the right processes, and the go-forward strategies. But that's really supported by um, that embracing an agile, lean startup culture um, so that we can move swiftly, that we have the right flexibility within the architecture as, as well as the talent within our teams. You know, For us, we organize around products, not as much around projects so that we can move in an agile way and it, and it helps us be more nimble. And I would say continuing to invest in talent and people and training as the technologies continue to advance, um, that, that's hugely important. Yeah, the, it's interesting. You, you share off a lot of the points that I try to make with customers. Um, one about being product oriented um, also making sure that you've created a learning organization so that your team has the, the training and the tools that they need to invent, right? That, uh, to actually drive value for your business and in your case, for, for your customers. Um, are there some other examples of ways that you've been able to, to innovate our or things that have happened at Workday um, via the innovation that's been driven? Yeah, I, I think a, um, a great one is we've been really focused on the digital experiences for our customer, um, for those kind of web properties that sit outside of the core product. 
And it's, it's been uh, hugely important. All of the leaders across the company have engaged uh, a sponsor on that as my chief customer officer, Emily McCovey. And it's been really great to, to work together in terms of how can we improve that experience? How can we make it more intuitive, um, more engaging? And we've spent a lot of time um, over the past year working on the foundation. So that means you know, making sure our support organization has you know, the best search capabilities, the best knowledge. Um, they're able to have people self-solve questions so that everything doesn't have to be dependent on a support agent. So those are a lot of critical pieces. Or if we look at our underlying data foundation, um, we want to make sure that we have the right trust uh, within each of our data elements and knowledge. And so we've been focused a lot on making sure that we have um, master data strategies or what we call core data strategies um, across our customer base to make sure we avoid duplicates, uh, uh, as an example, for uh, contacts. Uh, so we want to make sure that we have a clean, trusted data store. And then we've also um, delivered kind of an underlying centralized data foundation on the AWS stack. Uh, so we feel lucky there in terms of making sure that we have a single place where our, our core data sets are ingested and how we can apply analytics to those to really bring insights to the table. Sherry, are there any best practices that you could share with us about how you ensure that your teams are focused on the right priorities? Yeah, so I'll, um, you know, I'll probably go back to the objectives and key results. That's uh, first and foremost, do we center around the right outcomes and ensuring we're aligned? Um, but more about that, right, is we, we cascade those into the organization. So it's not just at the executive level. Those are cascaded through the entire company to make sure we're working on the right things. And then we constantly revisit them because they're not static. They do change, right? Um, events happen or, you know, uh, things that were not expected. So we, we definitely take an agile approach to those OKRs as they need to change. Um, and we also... Um, you know, we want to make sure and set our mind the right things as we measure success. Uh, so we look at different things from customer satisfaction and experience uh, in terms of, you know, what, what are our customers really think about what we're deploying and inviting them into user groups to give us feedback early on. Um, employee experience and organizational health is really important in the IT organization. Are we providing our employees um, with those engaging experiences? Are they motivated, excited to come to work? Um, and, and how do we look at the health of our IT organization as a whole? Um, are we adding business value? So are we delivering the value that our customers um, need to solve the right problems? And are we making their lives easier, you know, uh, more intuitive, all of the things that would come around with that? Um, we, we, of course, look at velocity, quality, you know, are we moving at a good pace? Um, are we keeping pace with the events that are happening externally outside the company as well as internally? So that's really important. And then lastly, I would say, um, you know, service levels, that's table stakes. Uh, so are we keeping the platforms up, operational and ready? Sherry, I uh, completely agree with you on, you know, keeping the team focused and having the right metrics in place. You know, one of the things I wanted to go back and dig a little deeper into, you mentioned that you've made the shift from being project-oriented to product-oriented. And I think that's such an important thing for, for customers to think about 
and implement where where it makes sense for them. Can you share a little bit about the impact that's had for your team and for your business? Sure, and maybe I'll talk a little bit about how it came about. So we we did operate mostly in a waterfall mode, um, and I really wanted to change to an agile mindset, which meant ch- changing the operating model, how we get our work done. Um, but it wasn't just about an IT change. It was definitely important to have the business um, be part of that change management plan, buy into the process, because there are really our product owners defining kind of what we're solving for, and then we bring the technology to bear. So that was really important. Um, I would I would say in terms of um, kind of just building that out, AWS was a great partner. Uh, so you guys help share best practices. You even help share job profiles. So making sure we had the right model in place to be successful was really important. And then, you know, the value that came down to it is, you know, we, we keep pace with the changes. So it's, we're not starting and stopping. So we have teams that are experts around a product domain. We don't have to onboard or offboard contractors. We tend to keep continuity through the year. So just that overall, just pace of change improved as well as the subject matter expertise of uh, the product domains and areas so we could be more responsive to the business. And by, you know, so that, that flexibility, um, enabled us to adjust priorities more easily too, as, as different um, changes come about. Yeah, I, you make the critical point. You've got to get your business to go along with you. They, they are key to this pro- process. And we talk often about you know, the ability to create a, a minimal viable product, or, or we like to say a minimal lovable product, so that you can see what you're building as you go and and importantly, focus on the critical things that need to be added versus just some laundry list of possible um, enhancements or, or new capabilities. Is that something being able to be more precise in, in what was needed next? Is that something you experienced? Definitely. So more, more um, precise in terms of I guess that frequent delivery cycle too, in terms of um, kind of building accuracy as you go along versus waiting until the end of the process was really important. Um, And so that value delivery um, gets brought up much sooner um, and we work out any, you know, disconnects faster too, so. Yeah, lots of value to be derived from that. And, you know, one of my favorite comments about that is that you actually get to maximize the amount of work not done versus how many things and waterfall can you stuff into a release and how much is going to go to release two, right? This is a, a much more focused, impactful approach where you can actually maximize the work not done so that you're doing the right work, not just extra work. So love, love that. Um, as, as you look to the future, what do you see as the most exciting opportunities as a CIO and, and for Workday? Yeah, I think um, especially as hopefully, like you said, we're coming out of the backside of the pandemic. Uh, I think, you know, just from a leadership perspective, you know, keeping empathy and fun at the forefront, um, it's easy to get caught up in the day to day. And I think um, it's made us better leaders the last year. Uh, to be sensitive to that, uh, building a strong culture, um, the diversity of talent, ideas, just mindset is so important to, to being a successful company and organization. So fostering that culture is hugely important. 
And then communication is everything. Uh, I think we've become much better communicators or at least the channels and forums and, you know, what we communicate versus assuming people, um, you know, they've seen us in the hallway, so they know something. But with global teams, that communication consistency is really important. And I think from a CIO perspective, from a technical, um, just finding those gaps in the, the overall and grasping the new product offerings and how we go to market and the strategies that will enable us to scale are so important for CIOs to, um, to really lean into, as well as there's going to be opportunity for return to work and the new hybrid environment. What does that look like? What kind of pressures is it going to put on the CIO to come to the table with um more responsive technologies uh, in those work environments. And then that agile kind of blueprinted technology architecture, um, how we operate in terms of building around cloud native uh, building blocks, making sure that we build in security, having extensibility, all of the things that make uh, the technology ready for scale or for change for that matter are, are really gonna be pivoting points for the CIOs. Sherry, um, some great insights. Thank you so much again for spending time with us today and sharing your, your journey of, wow, Workday on Workday, as well as just your insights as a um, technology leader and working uh, with a very dynamic business. So thank you. Well, thanks, Miriam. I love talking with you today.